Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's August 1st, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon and uh, Walt Silver right now. Mark is having a bit of a problem getting connected. So, uh, and Julissa may be on later. But, um, so hi there, Derek. How are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> Say what? I know, I've heard, I know, I've heard, I've heard this one. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Sounds like today would be an interesting show. Yeah, it should be. We found some things to talk about. <laughs> and, uh, Walt, how are you doing today? Very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me over. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm always glad to have you here. Um, okay, so what did we decide we were going to start with? The, EM, the EFT thing, right? Wow. Um Okay, so Walt uh, Walt came across a thing called emotional freedom techniques, and he started talking about it. And then it was it was his. He, he was so excited about it that I was like, "Whoa, this is interesting!" And so it led to a number of shows where we have essentially talked somewhat about it and we're learning as we're going through this we're finding out more about what it is so to kind of set the stage um it's a technique that was developed a very long time ago but the way that you might know it is they call it tapping because it's essentially just tapping points on your body so why don't we look, let you talk about the guy, the, the history of it, where it came about, you know, what you were telling us just before we started, Walt, so people can understand a little bit more about this, and then I'll play the tape that'll take them through the tapping. It's only seven minutes, but, and I, oh, I've got to find that picture. So while you're talking, I'll find the picture that <laughs> shows the points. All right, so just tell about uh, Greg and, uh, is it Greg? Uh, yeah. Gary, Gary, Greg. Gary. Gary. Craig, uh huh? Yeah, talk about him. <clears throat> okay, the the book EFT is written by Gary Gregg, but I uh, he he himself gives credit where credit is due uh, as to the very very beginning of the tapping, which he gives credit to Dr. Callahan. And the reason this this was very it was a pure serendipity what happened. Uh, because they weren't nobody was out there looking for this but but that's how it happened pure serendipity he had uh this patient uh, dr Callahan had this patient that um she had extreme phobia uh to water like for example she couldn't go near a pool she you know 
other than taking a, a shower, she had this extreme phobia of uh, of bodies of water. So one day he was uh, working on her uh, using um, uh, acupuncture, uh, not acupuncture per se with needles, but like a digipuncture, like that when you're yeah. using your fingertips in order to to touch the the acupuncture points on the body of, of the person. So he was looking, he was working on the points on her abdomen, and all of a sudden she she had she had this reaction that she says, "Oh, I'm not afraid of water anymore." And he and he wasn't focusing on that at all. He was just working on the person's condition. And she got up out of the uh, she got up out of the chair where she was with with him with Dr. Callahan, and she went outside because it seems that his property had a small pool or something. And she and he went out to see what is this woman doing. She went down on her hands and knees, and she started splashing water on her face. And she was like, say, she was saying, "Oh, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of the water anymore." So that's what got the ball rolling. Okay, what is the specific acupuncture point, how they have a consequence with this uh, behavioral issue that the, she was affected by this intense phobia. So the, the work of Dr. Callahan caught the attention of Carrie Craig because he's a, he's a, a, a Stanford University engineer. And he looks at things from the point of view of an engineer. He explains very well in his book how for an engineer to uh, apply something, uh, a process, something, it has to work. It has to have a percentage of success. If it doesn't work, okay, you move on to something else. Whereas uh, uh, psychologists and psychiatrists, they try to see what works and they just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying and they consider that successful. So he was kind of a bit shocked at the, the mentality of how it was done at the, on the medical equip uh, on the medical field, how they just try things and they and if it doesn't work, okay, we'll try some more and then keep trying. And, and, and he says that wasn't good enough for me because I look I look at things from the point of view of engineers. When an engineer is going to work, apply something, it has to work. It has to have good positive results otherwise it's not this is not going to work and we have to develop something else so he worked on on the on the tapping under that principle it has to be successful it has to have a a, a positive solution to whatever is being addressed and be permanent it can't be temporary it, it can't be the same mentality behind drugs like it's like uh Let's say, for example, they diagnose you with high hypertension. You have high blood pressure. Well, it's a life sentence until the day that you die. You have to take hypertension pills because, for some inexplicable reason, your body just can't regulate your blood normally. Is this supposed to be acceptable? Is this normal? <laughs> no, it's not, because the the body is very intelligent and it knows how to correct itself once you address what brought about this imbalance so he that's why he in the book he explains very well that the how everything is based on energy and how he says we people don't realize this but the reason why something doesn't work is it's not because there's something wrong with you 
understanding an issue with you is just that there is an energy circuit, like a like a short circuit, and the, that short circuit is not allowing something in you not to not to work correctly. So by removing the short circuit and putting things back where they're supposed to be, the problem goes away. And the the beauty of it is that it goes away permanently because once you address something, it doesn't come back. Something else may appear in place because something else that's not been addressed needs to be addressed. So if you're going to continue working with the tapping, it it's not going to be for the same thing again. It's because something, okay, now you've cleared of this, now this, okay, this new thing that you weren't aware of <laughs> is make, it's making its show because you're, you've cleared the main thing. Okay, now this other thing has to be addressed. So as you clear yourself, as you, as you clear this, these things, then you get better and better and better because now you don't have to go through life dealing with uh, these uh, conditions that you never solve because people take drugs, they do this, they, they do all these things for it, but they never got to the root of the problem. And the problem is energy. Things that are out of walk when it comes to the energy of it. So it's just buying, uh, you're buying yourself time by, you know, taking drugs or something else. But okay, what is the source of the problem? And he found that 99% of the source of the, a lot of these problems are uh, emotional. They're, they're emotional energy. Once the emotional energy has been addressed and balanced, then the problem goes away. So that that's why it's it's the the book is a very fascinating reading because uh, in a way it uh, it fills the gap on on many things for me at least uh, like for example in uh, Nancy has heard me speak and that and the two previous radio shows how I've uh, applied this for an, another area of human study which is what they call the human design system and it's interesting how they they explain things to you in in a, in in the way in the way it's handled the energy, and but they don't tell you how to fix it. Like I'll, I'll give you a perfect example in the human design system, even though there is only uh, five human types, but there are a lot of uh, uh, different profiles. And for example, Derek knows because I've spoken to him about his profile how it's different from Julissa's profile <laughs> and, and the differences between the two. And for example, uh, I'll, I'll give you a nice example. In my own profile is the pessimistic paranoid martyr. Very nice sounding name, doesn't it? So they explain the, the, that you have the presence of these energy types inside you Okay, but they don't tell you how to address it. Okay, how can I fix? How can I fix this condition of being a paranoid, pessimistic martyr? Are you are you saying that this is a life sentence? There's nothing you can do about it. Well, the answer is yes. There is something you can do about it by repairing that energy, by correcting that short circuit that you had. So that's I said to Nancy. This this was a a great chapter in in our discoveries of neurology that yes, there is a way that all these energies can be adjusted and corrected. And you don't have to live with something just because, you, oh, 
the doctor told me that I have this for the oh that this is hereditary and my family going back all the way to my great grandfather you had this condition therefore you have to no no that's not none of that is true they just they're they they sound like very convincing explanations but they're not true everything is energy and everything can be corrected it's just that we don't we need, nobody has told us how <laughs> Well, let, let's look at how, because it's so stinkingly simple, it is, <laughs> and it, it doesn't is. take any time, and according to uh, Walt's experience, it works very fast. So why don't we just play this seven minutes, and she's going to take you through the basics, what you would see on YouTube if you look, and like Walt says, there's more to it, but let's just give everybody a taste for what we're talking about, and there is a picture in the chat that will show you the points that she's going to point to. Welcome to the TappingSolution.com. I am Jessica Ortner, author of the New York Times bestseller, The Tapping Solution for Weight Loss and Body Confidence. And in this short video, I am going to introduce you to the tapping points. Just by learning these nine points, you can start your journey to relieve stress. Many of these points you may already intuitively use. A lot of times when we're feeling anxious or stressed, we go like this. Or we put our hand on our chest. Now we're using these points in a very conscious manner. So the very first point that you need to learn is the side of the hand. And it doesn't matter what side of the body you tab on. This point is called the karate chop point. You got it. And tap along with me so you can get comfortable with these points. The next point is the eyebrow point. And this is where the hair begins on your eyebrow right on that bone. There you go. You got it. Now you're gonna follow that bone until you find yourself on the side of your eye. So it's not your temple, it's right on that bone. The next point is underneath the eye. So once again, you follow that bone until you find yourself right underneath the eye. And as you're tapping, you might notice that some points are more sensitive than others. The next point is underneath the, no the nose. So right between your upper lip and your nose. Then we have the under the lip point, or some people call it the chin point, and it's right underneath your lip on that crease between your chin and your lip. The next one is the collarbone point. So you can use your whole hand to tap on your chest, or you can feel that U-shaped bone, and if you go down an inch and over an inch on either side, you're gonna hit that point. Perfect. The next point is underneath the arm, and it's about a hand width from your armpit, for women, this is about where your bra strap lies. And then the last point, and yes, I know it looks silly, but a great point to hit a lot of these meridians is right on the top of the head. There you go. So those are the nine points. Now, when you want to start to tap, the first thing to do is to notice what is really coming up. What's your most pressing issue? Are you nervous about a deadline at work? Are you anxious? about a phone call or some news that you've heard. Whatever it is, get clear on what's creating the anxiety in your body. Because when we are feeling stressed, we're not just experiencing stress in our head, we feel it with our whole body. Which is why it's so powerful to use a stress relief technique that incorporates the body. So you start by tapping on the side of the hand and you start with the setup statement. The setup statement is pretty easy and it sets you up for the process. You state your challenge and you end it with a phrase of acceptance or simply letting yourself know that you're okay. So it sounds something like this. Even though I'm really anxious about this meeting, 
I accept how I feel, or even though I'm really stressed about this upcoming event, I accept how I feel and I give myself permission to relax. There's a lot of different ways to do the setup statement, but what's key is to let yourself know that you honor how you feel. Because too often, when we're trying to move past an emotion, we're fighting against it. When we allow ourselves to accept where we are and how we feel, we open ourselves up to releasing it. Then you tap on the rest of the points by simply sharing how you feel. So you can pretend that you're calling a friend and you're just complaining, you're just telling them how you feel. This is the tape that you're probably already running in your head. So as a short example, going with this theme of being nervous about a meeting, it would start with tapping on the side of the hand and saying, even though I'm so nervous about this upcoming meeting, I accept how I feel and I give myself permission to relax. You would do that three times and now you tap on the rest of the points while giving a voice to how you feel. And this sends a calming signal to your brain, letting your brain know that even though you're nervous about this meeting, that you are safe, that it's safe to relax. And when you can relax, you can be more resourceful and creative and do a great job at your meeting. So then you would go to the eyebrow point and say something like this stress around this meeting. Side of the eye, I'm nervous I won't do well. Under the eye, I care so much about this meeting and it's causing me anxiety. Under the nose, the stress around this meeting. Chin, all of these expectations. Collarbone, this tension I feel in my body. Underneath the arm, all this stress around this meeting. Top of the head, all this stress around this meeting. If you're not sure what to say, like I mentioned before, you can pretend you're talking to a friend, or you can just say the same thing, honoring how you feel, the stress around this meeting, the stress around this meeting. And once we bring down the intensity, we can focus on some positive phrases. Because when we pull out the weeds, we're able to now seed. We can actually say positive things to ourselves, and we believe them. So once you feel better, and that's the key, when you feel better, you can move to something more positive. So it would sound something like this. I am prepared, side of the eye. I'm calm and confident, under the eye. I'm ready to share my ideas, under the nose. I feel strong and confident, chin. This is my time, collarbone. I am ready for this meeting. Under the arm, I feel calm and confident. Top of the head, now is my time. So you can incorporate how you're feeling, letting go of the anxiety, and when you're able to move that, then you bring in the more positive, and then it actually feels real. So next time you tap, notice, as soon as you start feeling better, try to put in some positive statements. You'll get to the point where you can think about that meeting and your body feels relaxed. And when you feel relaxed, then it's easier to bring in more empowering thoughts. Now, when you tell yourself that you can feel confident and prepared, you can believe yourself because you let go of the anxiety that was coming up with those thoughts. That's a very, very quick introduction on where the tapping points are and how to tap. 
But here at thetappingsolution.com, we have a lot more resources so you can really learn how to get the best results. Well, it's been an honor to introduce tapping to you. I hope this is just the beginning. And until we meet again, take care and keep tapping. So, um, Derek, do you want to ask Walt some questions or discuss what you're thinking about this? Yeah, that, that was interesting. Uh, and I've actually got the image up that was shared in chat showing the different points and things. Now, of course, probably like many others, I was doing it while she was talking about it, um, tapping on those spots. I was, I think it's a fair, and I'd never heard about this before until the show. Um, so I'm learning about it now. Um, and I think it's fantastic um, because you're interacting on all levels, physically and metaphysically. So even, you know, getting close to those points and doing the tapping and then your intention behind it, which is everything she was saying as well, um, has a fantastic uh, effect. And I, again, I had no, I always like to call things recipes, a recipe like this to show that, you know, here's a suggested way to do it. Um, well, you had a, a golden opportunity because Nancy told us that you had a, uh, recently you had some kind of a, uh, you went somewhere or you were w surrounded by some group of, where it just made you very ner nervous and very tense and she kind of helped you calm down. Well, this is a perfect opportunity because you can address that energy and actually reshape it so you so you don't have to go through the, the, the stress of that uh, energy affecting you all the time. Yeah, so. it's kind of like... Uh, <laughs> That's a good idea. And yeah, different speaking engagements and things I do. This one, um, it's kind of like I had the visual of like a guitar string um, that maybe wasn't plucked right. So when you're tapping there with your intention behind it, you're then setting your frequency or intention. Um, so then everything kind of syncs up. You know, this can, of course, is wordplay. You can describe it 20 ways, but I'm going to look more into the EFT. And that's I think that's the uh, abbreviation or initials. Um, that it was and no i'm trying to think of specific and i think joe and mark have both joined us as well now so if anybody has questions um from the group please do and or chat by the way um but well have you used this how long have you known about it i'll put it that way well truth be told i knew about it from years ago uh with a with a family situation where uh, a friend the same friend who introduced me to the 15 step process uh he uh, taught the EFP to my mother to help her get over the uh, the emotional trauma that we were going through with this uh, family relation. And uh, it worked fantastic. But uh, given the time that we were just re recently arriving in, in Minnesota and there were so many other things focusing on our time that I never uh, stuck with it in never paid attention to actually work with it and develop it. I just knew that it worked with my mother and that's all that mattered at the time. But then uh, as, as as time has changed and, and all the, my physical condition actually gave me the, the motivation to look into other things, uh, it actually answered many questions in my case because uh, it actually brought to the surface the truth that uh, 99% or 100% of of, of 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 physical conditions that you're going through, they're actually a consequence of emotional energy upset. 
which in, in turn manifests as a kind of uh, energy short circuit and, and, and it screws up your entire energy. Once that's corrected, the problem goes away. The memory of a bad event stays there because you remember it, but it no longer has that consequence for the, it, it no longer affects you. Like the, there are some people that cannot look at a picture or cannot hear a specific name and they get all nervous or they get all stressed. Well, that goes away because that, that energy has been corrected. And, and it, it all, like I said to Nancy, it all comes down to energy. And that's exactly what we're looking at in this new, this new reality that we're working toward. <laughs> we're going away from drugs and we're addressing everything for what it is. It's energy. And there's one thing that, uh, that <laughs> that's uh, very important is energy never grows old. Like when we used to do the 15-step process and I would help my mother and it, it, she would see the, for example, one time she had this terrible pain on one, one shoulder no, and no matter what we did, it didn't react to, to anything. And then I guided her in a 15-step session and it turned out that the pain was, she was a young girl somewhere in France in the 1500s and she, her shoulder was, must have sustained kind of the damage because it was all bandaged up. And so we did the session to correct that. And 48 hours later, the pain was gone, never to come back. So it just goes to show that time doesn't affect energy. In fact, time lasts, at, I mean, energy lasts at time because for energy, there is no time. So you have to fix it because if you don't fix it, it doesn't go away. <laughs> and and fixing it takes no time at all. Pardon the pun, but that's true. It takes no time at all, and it doesn't come back because you've addressed it. Well, and it probably doesn't take too much of. Uh, you don't have to understand the full reasons why you might have an issue. You just have to realize you have an issue, and allow the body just to correct it. Well, because that's what psychiatry is for. <laughs> No, we don't want psychiatry. <laughs> we don't need that. I mean, in your mother's case, if you had known about the tapping, you yeah. may have inadvertently gotten rid of the problem without ever having the history of a past life incarnation, correct? Yeah. Uh, and and this, this is just amazing because now we can, you know, uh, actually heal all those trumpers, <laughs> which is basically... <laughs> We just teach them how to tap, and the emotional, you know, response they have when they hear the name Trump won't happen anymore. So let's push this tapping stuff. Mark, you're here now. So hi there. How are you? Hey Nancy. Hey everybody. Hello. You're welcome. Good, good to hear your voice. Would you like to, uh, you know, because I know that you know something about this, and uh, maybe you've got questions, or maybe you've got anecdotes. Uh, yeah, I don't have too much to say, just a little bit, because um, I learned it through Mercola, uh, Dr. Mercola, his site. He was pr promoting it heavily years ago. I I'm sure it's still on his site, but I did get a couple of books on it. There are different variations. There's like thought field therapy, and I think in that book, they showed um, some lab work of how the, um, what do you call I mean, you guys call it energy, which is the same thing as biological electricity, bioelectricity of the of the body, the meridians of the body. So they did do an experiment. I think it was in the thought field therapy book of of showing how um, 
these these energy pathways are exactly physically but um yeah i tried it it works um it's i'm glad you guys brought it up on the other shows and then of course there's more detail in the say what show saturday so people can check that out more um it does work and like for almost anything so uh, a lot of one of the terms used nowadays a lot is anxiety which is just fear and so people can you know uh eradicate that in minutes with this uh also wanted to comment that the image that nancy put in the chat of, of the head tapping at the top is is not the textbook version um walt did cover that in the say what show that if you do the original version versus the shortcuts then you have more of that um more of the complete uh result and well if you can quickly uh yeah in in my case i i am I'm aware of both systems because i first started looking into it uh, once i remembered what uh, uh eric taught us years ago i started looking at the uh my mother was the one, the, the first one to start looking into uh, what do you call it uh, the, um youtube and the videos listed there and i followed the videos but i uh, i remembered it being more effective and i didn't see i i'm saying like okay, i'm really i'm not seeing in the results that they're that they're promising is i i don't i don't know but at the same time like for example i saw one video where craig himself is in the video and he makes he pays us he mentions a quote something that start, struck me and i said mm, this is significant he said something about this is a shortened version. I said, "Oh, aha! Uh -huh. So this is a, so there's a longer version." So once I heard those words, I that's when I started looking for the book. I got I got to see what's going on. The, the the book must say more. And and so it happened. When I got the book, it lists 23 um, points, which is a lot more points than what you see in the in the graphic there. And so when I when I when I use the 23 points and applied in the in the sequence that they are given, then I got results because it, the there are four uh, important points that are done in the EFT in the way that, that it's given in the in the book. The first one is the psychological reversal correction that before you top any points in the in the body, uh, you address the reverse the psychological reversal where, where he he goes on to explain that it's like a for example there are people that complain that no matter what they try to do nothing works or uh, they keep getting uh hit with snafus or more reversals or something and that's it's not nothing wrong with you it's just an energy issue you have to it's like uh he says it's like when you have the electric polarity on a socket being, re being reversed and you want to put it back right that's what the psychological reversal does so you by saying those words even though i have this pain i totally love and accept myself so that's what that what does that what what is achieved by doing that you're correcting that reversal so then when you do the tapping it'll work because you're 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 bringing that into proper alignment you you'll know if you pay attention to the the wording it's very important you know that 
you're making that statement, no matter what, no matter what condition I'm facing, no matter what I'm experiencing, no matter what am I feeling, I totally love and accept myself. So you can see that love and acceptance is critical to this. Otherwise, the, the energy will not be, will not go the, the correct way. Once the energy is corrected, the, being the first step, then you go about the, the job of tapping the 23 different points. And the very important thing is that while you're tapping, you're whispering or mumbling to yourself, the, the, what is the condition that you're focusing on? Where, whereas other techniques say that, oh, you shouldn't be focusing on that stuff. No, this is the quite the opposite. You have to focus on it because now you're actually directing the energy and what is it that you want. So you are focusing on that. What, and so once you've done the, the 23 points, you do the, the third point, which is called the gamut point, which is uh, there is a specific point on the back of the hand that you tap. And while you're tapping, you're moving your eyes in a specific way. You're moving up and down and left and right. And you're uh, moving your eyes in a, a circular motion clockwise and uh, counterclockwise. And then you're humming or, or singing a very short, like for example, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. And then you stop and then you, all the time you're tapping that point on your hand, you're saying uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then you say, you know, happy birthday again, and you stop. And what that's the, that is doing is actually aligning the two hemispheres of the brain, bringing them into synchronicity and it's going to make your EFT even more effective. So once you do that silly thing, which sounds and looks kind of silly, you do the tapping again. And the second time you do it, that's it. You, the, the process is concluded for that. Uh, that's what, and, and another thing they have is that sometimes, uh, because Gary, Gary Craig uh, says to people to get used to gauging the, the uh, intensity of what is this condition that you're trying to correct. So, so from 10 being the highest and zero being nothing at all, you say, okay, what is my intensity of my pain? Let's say I have a pain in my shoulder. Okay, what is my intensity? Uh, it feels like a three. So you, you do it again. But he also, in the book, he addresses something that none of the videos do. And that's what, what he refers to as the remainder, because sometimes you have a, a, a condition addressed, but there's a remaining energy of that. So you actually change your statement. Instead of saying, even though I have this shoulder pain, you change the statement, but even though I have some shoulder pain still with me, I love and accept myself. So you're actually addressing the remaining, the, and as you're tapping through the points, instead of focusing on the pain on the shoulder, you're focusing on remaining pain on the shoulder, remaining pain on the shoulder, remaining pain. So that way you address all of it, the, the main thing and whatever's left. So these are these are all these fine sensitive points that were never addressed in any of the videos. So I'm very glad I went out and bought the book. Uh, like I was saying to Derek and Nancy, uh, since he based a lot of his work on, on Dr. Callahan's work, Dr. Callahan is the one who found this issue uh, 
And it's, it's an energy blockage that some people manifest that where they do the tapping and nothing happens. They don't perceive any changes at all. So he found some kind of blockage. He refers to it as, um, uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? The, um, the, uh, the collarbone breathing technique. And, and he, he tells you in the book how to touch the, your, your collarbone with fingers of one hand while you're tapping the uh, gamut point on the back of that hand and you're breathing in a specific way and on you're counting seven taps you have full your full breath you like for example take a deep, deep breath you tap seven times then you let go of the half of the air and you tap seven points and you let go of the rest of the air and you tap seven points and then you breathe normally and you tap seven points and and by doing this, you clear up this blockage, uh, but it only happens, uh, according to his experience, it only happens in about 5% of the people. Not everybody has this issue. So it, it's something to be thrown in only if the person is finding that they have no progress or no positive results from the tapping. Other than that, you don't normally do it. Uh, I mean, I, I studied because I wanted to see all the all the bells and whistles of this. And uh, like, like I told Nancy, another another chapter of the book goes on to uh, explain what are the shortcuts that you can take. Well, I have to confess that for someone who likes to read something interesting, I, I actually skipped that, that chapter because I tried skipping steps and it doesn't work for me. If I do the full thing, it works. I get immediate positive results. But the shortcuts, they don't work for me. So maybe I'm faulty in some way. <laughs> I don't know. Let me jump in here because I put a link to the Amazon uh, where you can buy the Gary's book in Amazon. But be aware that in Amazon, there is another book, same title, same cover. But it's the, the author is a female, Dawson Church. And that's a 2018 uh, version versus the one by Gary, the, the update, which is a 2011. He the original book is an 08. You can go to, you know, different, do a search and see if some of these thrift uh, books, the used books, you can get it cheaper. But um, I wanted to give you that link so that you'd be able to see the book we're talking about. Because I don't, I've never seen something where the book was, the cover's identical, title identical, but the authors are different. That's just beyond what I even understand. But So be aware of that. Um, okay. Um, Mark, Derek, did you have anything you wanted to? Yeah, so Dawson Church's site is eftuniverse.com. Um, and then what, what was the name, uh, author and title of the book you recommended or you were using specifically? Gary Craig. That's spelled C-R-A-I-G, and it's Emotional Freedom Technologies. It's a 2011 is the one that, uh, the link I gave, which is an update of his 08. Yeah, it does sound hard to believe, but I like one of the um, approaches of measuring 0 to 10 before and after doing the the process so that you can 
Yeah, you, you know, get an idea if it's working or not. Yeah, yeah, because, <laughs> you, you know, the, the, the conscious mind, ego, always it tries to explain things away no matter what it is. So this way, it's like there's the, me the measurability is pretty invaluable. Well, on Saturday, I played another tape from a, a doctor type of person that was talking about the differences in psycho, well, psychiatric uh, therapies and how much faster the tapping is than the others. She goes through it. It's, it's a TED 15-minute uh, presentation. And in there, she said that she, after a year, they did a, they did a, a study with some volunteers, and after a year, they would call them and say, "So how are you doing?" And this one woman couldn't. She remembered going to the being part of the study, and she knew she was doing tapping to clear something, but she couldn't remember what it was. And so this woman said, "Well, you had a thing with chocolate," and she, she said, "You were eating, you know, like a whole bunch of." chocolate bars during the day and the woman was like oh yeah I remember when I did that but she had no actual memory of this real addiction that she had to chocolate which I found interesting so um, Derek um, I'm no, not, I don't have not, any questions but I'm gonna have to do some research and look more into it and I did keep that link you sent for uh, Amazon or whatnot um, I, I want to play around with it and figure it out and Find a more specific, like Mark said, there's a different um, image or graph out there we can look at. So I'm going to try and find that. Get them just, owned in this just, area. Just, just make sure it's not copyrighted. I know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that drama. I just want to, because I mentioned it. Okay, um, Derek got an email saying that on my, my I own CosmicReality.com. He's, he's the sponsor but I mean I'm the legal one for it and they sent it to him instead of me and they went back to 2017 and said that Reuters had a that I had a picture from Reuters and they it was in a collage now okay I don't know if it is or not but you know you went all the way back to 2017 and you find a collage that was a, a promo for a show and you're you know they wanted some money well, it turns out to be this whole scam. But the other thing that was happening was that I have Nortons on my computer. And every, it, it was never, it was so weird because sometimes it would come up and sometimes, most of the time it wouldn't. But it came up that this was a dangerous website, the Mystical Wares website. And so Derek went and figured out how to talk to Norton about this. And do you want to tell it, or do you want me to tell it, Derek? Oh, no, you can go ahead and tell it if you want. Okay. And uh, essentially, it, it's sort of another scam, because, although it's it's more, I mean, they're not, what they're asking him to do is, is register and get a, a statement that goes on the website that says, Norton's checked this site, and it's good. And so he now is, by Norton's standard, a good website. But he had to sign up for that, and um, so anybody out there that might be having the same problem, you don't even know it because, so, like I say, it was hit and miss. I could mostly get in, and then every once in a while I'd get it. And the one that really jumped out at me is when I put the link in an email to uh, somebody, and um, it, it flagged red, dangerous website. 
and I'm like, I can't send this. What what's happening here? So, um, but that's cl- cleared up. If you if it happens, if you happen to see it, please let us know, because it was sort of accidental that you know it really got my attention. The email thing. Um, so, all right. So we had a very interesting conversation there. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to add to it or discuss? Or are you good? I think I remember reading because um, they have a newsletter a while ago, EFT Universe, and they would have a listing of certain or whatever ailments or annoyances, anxieties specifically, and then how and each one had a story of how the person used it and then what happened afterwards. So it's it's been it's really useful and, and can be used for almost anything. They are super useful because uh... You end up by reading the stories. You end up discovering, oh, I didn't know I could use it for that. I mean, that's what gave me the idea to use it to fix issues in human design, because I was telling Nancy in the previous show how, when you're looking at human design, for those that don't know about human design, you know, some of your centers are open, others are defined, and when your centers are open, that's where you get the conditioning that you get from the human collective. And there's nothing, according to them, you know, there's nothing you can do with it. All all you can do is just be mindful of your inner uh, authority and so that you can avoid being controlled by the not-self-mind. Well, it's just, again, it's just an energy issue because when I used EFT to address the not-self-mind, guess what? All that energy conflict that you're constantly living with, with the not-self-mind, Guess what? It's gone because it's energy. You just addressed it, and the on the open centers where you get all this conditioning all the time, it's it's over and done with because you've straightened around that that energy. So these are the things that I was saying to Nancy. They don't tell you that in human design. They don't. They don't tell you that all the problems that you meet in human design are actually addressable. <laughs> it's just it's just energy, and you just need to learn how to manage it. That's all. Yeah, but that's part of the game we play here is that <laughs> everything's timing. Yeah. You know, so you knew about this tapping a while back, but you went into human design. Never made the connection. You know, the one right. thing was addressable. Right. And now we know we're learning energology. We're learning the, you know, that everything is basic. Well, it is everything is energy. And that if, hey, we want to be magicians, right? Yeah. And what's magic? It's a manipulation of energy. So you're, you know, you're making changes to your own body. Now, I, this is just sort of like a theoretic thing here. Let's just play with this here for a second. Um, okay, so we know that each of us has a unique frequency, your bio frequency. You know, it's specific to you. It's built over your lifetime, every place you win, every person you talk to, you know, you pick up these little uh, bits of information that then are put into your own energy field, your field of experience, let's put it that way. And so you've got this unique, unique, unique signal, except that it's very similar to other people. Well, uh, one time Walt said something about 44,000 and I'm going like, why does that sound right? Somebody said it on a, a show, and uh, you know, Walt did a pendulum thing and said, "Yeah, a pendulum's you know confirming that." And so you make a change in your body. Like, let's just go back to the Trump thing, okay? 
You hate Trump every time you hear the word Trump. You go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know, so let's say you really want to get rid of this thing because it's it's a crippling part of your your essence there. Get rid of it. Well, if you get rid of that, then 44,000 other people are likely to have a resonance response to what you just did, and they may all of a sudden be free of this curse of the Trump thing, because that was a manipulation. So now I'm wondering, okay, so I don't have that thing. I, I did initially, but then I paid attention to what he was saying, and I'm saying, why does this guy bother me saying the things I say? And uh, finally realized, oh, somebody was programming me to have that reaction. This is before Trump syndrome came into play. I was just analyzing what, why was I having that response to him. I mean, the man would virtually start talking, and I had to stop it. You know, I mean, it was like this immediate response I was having, and I realized I'd been programmed. So, um, you know, okay, so I just kind of like said, I don't have a contract with that, and boom. Um, but if you, if, if an individual does this, you know, and thinks in terms of, this is not just me, I am setting my body right. I want everybody out there who is wanting to have the same thing, to be free of this mind control thing. Um, and, and just do it. And then you put it into the collective consciousness of humanity. See, I think that, that we have this, this concept of the free will. But if you don't use free will, you know, if you don't knowingly make changes, uh, what's the point of having it? And this concept of we don't have any jurisdiction over other people's free will absolutely stands because they have the decision whether or not to play my game or not do you want do you want somebody else to step in to to make it faster so that we don't have to keep going down this stupid road of emotional turmoil over the truth i mean and that's why you have that's why you have to spend countless millions of dollars in advertisement so that people will see you, will see your point of view, not their point of view. Well, I don't think you have to do it that way. I think <laughs> you can do it from the subconscious. I'm going yeah, to make programming change seeing... subconscious. Now it's in your subconscious. <laughs> you want to? Do you want to pay attention to it or not? Because it's not like it's not like you're not already in that place. Somebody's trying to control you. All right. In this case, it's me. I want you better. I want this this crippling thing that some people have where their minds just go blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I want that gone for my for my humanity for my reality so I'm putting that out there now it's your decision whether to take take in what I'm saying at the subconscious level or not because you know I mean Walt you're the one that says you know that the body you know just takes the orders that it gets from yeah. the surroundings it doesn't know truth from false it, it it takes everything at face value exactly so if you at the super consciousness you know your consciousness thing have got this image in there that nancy put in there okay that oh i don't have the trump syndrome anymore it's done done you know no more okay all you have to do is say yeah i'm good with that and your body is already responding to it because you have not interjected, because I mean, our bodies are going to want to do what is 
whatever you tell it, but it's also going to want to self-preserve. So sometimes, I mean, if somebody says, I want to kill myself, your body's going like, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, so there's a lot of levels that we're talking here, but I think we can do more and I think we have the right to do more. I think we have the responsibility to do more. You know, if somebody's drowning and you know that if I if you threw that life preserver in, they wouldn't drown. But hey, there's a decision to drown or not to drown. No, it's your decision to throw the life tube tube to them. So anyway, little theory here, the, theoretical, th- th- philosophical theory. <laughs> uh, anybody want to comment? No. <laughs> Did agreement? I not, did well, I not? Make this, sense? There you I have don't, it. I don't need agreement. I mean, well, you can. No, you, no, I agree with what you said because now all I have to do is, even though I absolutely, even though I can't stand Donald Trump on his voice, I absolutely love and accept myself. So now I've corrected that energy so it doesn't affect me anymore. Excellent. So Excellent. That's it. As Excellent. long as you correct the energy. It's just it's all it's all energy and it doesn't grow old. Yep. People that have, oh that was that that happened twenty years ago. I don't care. No, are you are you kidding? It was a million years ago. It's still valid because the energy doesn't grow old. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay, um, we've got seven minutes here. You want to? What else do we have on our list? I have. Oh, a I just want to ask for, Walt about. Oh, uh, there's a new version of EFT, like an evolved version. D- did you look into that? Because he has he has a free ebook of that, right? You mean the uh, unseen therapist? Yeah, I'm reading that too. Okay. I, in fact, I, I went backwards. I started studying the unseen therapist before. The reason I, I went and went ahead and studied EFT is because in reading everything in the unseen therapist, he mentions EFT about this about that and i said i thought to myself oh i'm missing a big piece of the puzzle by because i don't know eft in depth i'm just aware of what my mother did but not in depth so that so i put that on pause for a second and then i decided to focus on the eft now that i have a handle on the eft and why it does what it does then i can continue studying the uh the uh the unseen therapist because the the unseen therapist is you actually get to the, talk to your unseen therapist. In fact, that's what happened. That event that happened uh, in the hospital, where uh, I told uh, Dolly and Dolly told me what happened. That's that's the person I saw. The unseen, my unseen therapist. <laughs> you have a do you have, do you have a link to that uh, PDF? I already put uh, it in chat. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. And so, what what's the unseen therapist book about? Well, it's a, it's about uh, the uh, it's like EFT, but it's way way more advanced than EFT because you're actually it's like you're fixing yourself from the inside. You're actually uh, correcting everything because everything is based on every upset, everything that's out of whack. It's all uh, not only energy, but it's emotional energy. So once you address the emotions, you know, uh, it goes away. Like there are countless 
events like um uh case in case in point this this woman had this physical condition uh which is something that 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 didn't allow her body to function in a specific way well once that the 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 emotional energy behind that condition came before then she was able to start making progress and actually like the lady for example she was uh get, she was able to see less and less she was eventually going to end up absolutely blind and the doctor said the only way to correct this is by uh, uh surgery and she listened she heard that and she didn't want that for herself so she actually called upon the unseen therapist and and found what the reason that she was why she was ending up blind and there was a, something that happened in the that affected her childhood where uh, it the the program was something that wouldn't let her see what's going on so once that it, that energy was addressed but in this case you're not addressing it yourself by tapping your body you're addressing it by giving it to your unseen therapist so she actually she takes that energy that upset in you and and corrects it and you are the one being witness to the the correction so uh she did a 20 second 20 minute session with her unseen therapist and uh in 24 hours she was able she got 2020 vision I saw the video of it because it's uh, in one of the YouTube videos. And just like that, there are so many different cases where people are experiencing. And in, in many cases, they're not uh, experiencing things that are coming to them in this life. They, you know, these are problems that are, you're carrying over from another life. So that's even more difficult to find out, okay, what's, what's, the, what's the upset behind this? It, it happened in my previous life. So what? <laughs> What, how am I going to fix it? I haven't done anything in this life to cause this. So by you having that access to your unseen therapist, she knows. She she knows and she doesn't judge you. So, so she has no judgment whether you're doing something right or wrong. All she cares is for the love and the oneness that we are all one. It's just we're all one thing. It's not we're not separate from any from each other. We are all one thing. So it's 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 that book uh, um, the the link that Derek put it's very it's it's worth reading countless times because every time you read it you get something there <laughs> something more another insight that you didn't see the first time but I had to go back to the EFT because it kept referring to the EFT and I said okay no 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 I'm I'm missing a piece of the puzzle here I need to see what EFT is before I can continue reading reading this. On this one, you don't have to pay anybody anything because it's the, the PDF is free on the web. Awesome. Okay, thank you very much. I think we gave people uh, something to think about and something to test. You know, and you know, listeners, let, let us know what you're feeling there. You know, the only way we know, well, we'll do it ourselves. Like I say, I got the book coming. I'll, I'll look at this other book here. And uh, not that I think I have anything wrong with me, of course, but... Oh, never, never. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. You might as well check it out, that's right? Like, that's like that T-shirt that says, I never make a mistake. Once I thought I was wrong, but I was mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so let's take a break here. It's uh, Craig Stewart, Sean Guide, in three minutes. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's August 1st, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon, Mark Joseph, and Walt Silva. Is Jalissa with us? Hello? Um, uh, I thought you were hello, here. yes, I, I'm here. <laughs> Sorry, I was struggling with the mute button. Okay. Right. Okay, so... Um, I had a question for Derek on the articles that he posted. Just a quick question. Uh-huh. 
in looking at the uh, because I see every article has like a like a little synopsis before you see the uh, the whole article. So, like for example, this one has a, about a, a green extraction of graphene from natural minerals, Shanghai. So, but looking at these synopsis, they don't specify if this is naturally occurring fullerenes or they are laboratory made fullerenes. Do you know? No, on some of them they'll say, and usually I'm just cutting and pasting the abstract. It's usually called her introduction. Um, uh -huh. I know you know that, um, but for the listeners that maybe aren't viewing this right now, so I'd have to. And I'm kind of skimming through the. So again, for the listeners, so we're on the mysticalwares.com website, and then there's a link for Shungai science or studies. I forget what it's called. One of those. It'll be obvious. And when you click on there, and I'm going to add. I found three more actually um, in the last couple hours studies I'm going to upload there on Shungite. Um, so that's what we're talking about on the science page. And one of the articles has that in there. So I'm going to click on that myself to totally be honest and read because some of these, most of them are talking about Shungite directly. Some of them are talking about an extraction process. Uh, and I have almost 60 studies up there right now. So I got to scan through this. Um, but to be honest, I'd have to read it as well to click on the, usually it's a view more button. So when people end up on the website, it'll, then I'll link you to the whole study if I can. Sometimes it's a partial PDF where they make you buy the thing. Um, so I get you as, as, as deep and as much info as possible on each of these. Um, but I don't know the answer to that one, to be honest. Because I noticed that they're not, one, one of the things that... Uh, you have to admire them, you know, all the money that they spend and all the science that they invest in. Uh, but it's like, uh, is, is this some, am I, I can't be that special that I'm seeing something which, which is that's so obvious. And, and what I'm point, pointing to is that, is no one mentioning the fact that this thing is spinning things correctly? Is no one paying attention to the fact that all these man-made things actually spin counterclockwise and and therefore that a lot of the damage they do is from that and when you introduce shungite to make things spin correctly the problem goes away nobody's seeing it no i'm not i'm not that intelligent i couldn't be the only one seeing that <laughs> they're not explaining it that way i don't upload all the studies i'm uploading like one percent of the ones i'm finding the others oh wow are, Oh, oh, and I'm not even exaggerating. It's just the others are so uh, obscure or they're talking about because we talk about food and water and plants and things like that. So those are the ones I'm tending to um, upload. But there's other ones where you're tying into magnetism and how it absorbs gold and this. That. So, but I mean, uh -huh. you'd, you'd get lost with many hundreds of studies if I uploaded them all. So, oh, wow. I'm yeah, I'm literally kind of like here's another one on enha enhancement of drought tolerance in cucumber plants by natural carbon materials. And then you read down in it, Shungite. So that's mm -hmm. one that's gonna be uploaded later today. There's another one um, in dairy cows milk production. Uh, it helps with digestibility, nutrients, nitrogen utilization, and blah, it goes on and on and on. And so and this is from Veterinary Sciences, an article there, um, and there's an abstract in that, but, and that's just a few, what's another one? Um, here we go, sorption, so absorption, sorption purification of underground water to remove uranium. So that's another water-oriented one that I will upload here today after the show. Um, 
But yeah, no, I mean, I can get lost literally on just hundreds. Yeah, Shanghai will neutralize the uranium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been, <laughs> right. It's on Springer Link. And that's a uh, springernature.com. So it's a, where they, uh, different universities and scientists publish their articles. Long story short. And it takes hours and days sometimes. Because I go through Google Scholar, through these actual publications, um, public publishing sites themselves as well and universities and there's not just a place you go and you find everything mm-hmm. um oh yeah and then even the word shungite's not in all of the it's not even in the one i just talked about with uranium scroll down two sentences shungite of natural origin it goes on from there so then you have to have the wherewithal oh. to realize oh wait so there, there are studies that point to the natural natural fullerenes oh yeah absolutely oh yeah, yeah. so they're in there but again it takes a time and effort and you got to read them and then all of a sudden there's words that are 25 letters long i'm like what <laughs> i know and then i got to open up a <laughs> just to be totally uh, honest yeah a dictionary on there i'm like what the heck does this word even mean because it's in you know science lingo and i'm a layman so well uh, one of, that's one of the things that uh, i think that we should since we're working on developing the new language of enterology that's one of the things that should be because we know we know for a fact and we are we are exposed to and have had the chance to exp- uh, feel this ourselves, how intelligent Shanghai is, how it reacts to uh, intentions. Uh, you, you're thinking of something and the Shanghai does it, like in the case of the, the telephone stickers, where the phone rings by itself and it's the person that you were thinking about had been connected, you know, because the Shanghai actually picked up on your intention to call this person, and it happened. So, I I think that here we're we're dealing with another field of uh, intelligence and, and energy. Is that so many people are paranoid and terrified of this concept of the AI, artificial intelligence? Well, what about NI, natural intelligence? things that are not necessarily organic, but yet they are intelligent, like in the case of the fullerenes in the in Shungite. They are natural, yet they are intelligent. They're, they're not they're not made of they're not made of organic uh, cells like we are made of organics, but they are still intelligent and not made by a man. So I think that's another thing that we something more and more is going to start creeping up is that NI against AI natural intelligence against artificial intelligence well because it sounds like the artificial is like more deliberate in the way that it's specific in how it does like a lot of people are focused oh the ai is going to affect take it's going to control men but that's if you think that okay that the agenda of ai is control i mean what does it you know, like this is this is a does an AI need what humans need? I mean, like the, those that need power and money, and they need that. Do they do they need that? Because I don't think so. And there's NI, natural intelligence. Natural intelligence doesn't give a hoot about money and power and taking control over it. Uh, and I, we see that with the Shanghai. The one thing that we see, for example, in our experiences with Shanghai, how it reacts to th- to our thinking, is that it refuses to do evil things. It refuses to hurt anybody. You can't use Shanghai to hurt others. Like, 
for example, um, quartz. Quartz, unfortunately, it's not, it's it's uh, neutral in that sense. You can actually use quartz uh, wands for black magic programs. You can actually do do it that way. You can't do that with Shungite. You try to use Shungite for black magic or something nefarious, it doesn't work. It turns off completely. So I I think that's you know the, another <laughs> another field in this in, in this energy universe, natural intelligence versus uh, artificial intelligence. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I, I that's why when I coined the term in the eighties, enerology. I defined it as a merging of quantum physics with metaphysics. Because if you, what was the first thing that they found out in quantum quantum physicists? That they were doing the original research and everybody knows it's a split, uh, oh, what do they call it? it anyway, it's a, it's a, it was a, it was a research project that they duplicated and duplicated and they realized that the results of a very simple experiment depended on how the person who was doing the experiment thought it was going to be. They realized that thought was predicating the results of the experiment. The witness, the witness phenomena. phenomena. Yes. Uh, they didn't call it that at that time. We'd call it that now. But uh, it was a split they take a proton, they throw it through two splits, and one is a wave, and one of it's a proton, three uh, D type type thing. Particle, so particle, particle. Thank you, thank you. Um, so th that's where we're at with this. Is that it's it is very frustrating. I mean, people out there, they they they're missing it. I was listening to somebody who was you know supposedly doing all this wonderful things with shungite energy and stuff. They didn't have the concept. Of reversal of field they didn't have the concept of you know the intuition that will connect your intuition your your feeling of imagination connects with something that's in the shungite another conscious level of existence they couldn't get there so we're just ahead of the time Walt <laughs> you know they'll catch up sooner or later and they'll forget that we've been saying this for years and years. Doesn't matter. We've been saying it for years and years, so it would go into the collective consciousness, so they would wake up. Well, look, just just, uh, just uh, looking uh, at a sampling of all the articles that Derek has found out, one year ago, you wouldn't see that those articles, nothing, nothing, nothing of the sort. Now it's, it's growing exponentially. Yep, yep, yep. And, you know, it's taken, what, 2014, it's taken that long since 2014 to get to this level. But when you think about it, it's a massive uh, explosion of, of knowledge. And I've been contacted on the side, especially when I first came out and I was talking this woo-woo stuff, you know, reversing fields and, you know, molecular cohesion and, you know, all this other stuff that I was sort of like making up. <laughs> Because I was watching what was happening and I could see it energetically. I could just see it. I, I knew what was happening. And so I would talk about it. I'd tell Walt, Walt, I'm seeing this. And Walt would say, hmm, how do we test for this? And he'd 
figure out a way of testing what you know to say yes you that's the reason you're seeing this and uh so you get to a point where you're going like okay so here it is boys and girls and they don't take that critical piece because it's not time yet think about it Walt. what happens if the all those scientists out there realize that i mean how many psychiatrists are going to go Oh God, I'm in the wrong profession. When they learn about EFT tapping, you know, how many people's lives are going to be just absolutely shattered when you realize that? Oh well, all this disease that you've got in your body is because you've got emotional, emotionally fueled energy blockages in your body, and you just need to tap on yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's like the reality that they knew. We've known for a while. Derek's known probably since he was born. But, you know, it's like you you got this particular layer of knowledge that is sitting there waiting to be discovered again. And when it is, every it's profound. An energy universe, people talk about it, but if you live it like we do, uh it's a totally different way of going through life. You know, doctor? What's a doctor? <laughs> and and don't forget that don't leave out of the equation those invested in the money, not, money, 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 uh, money. No, money. yeah, because remember, for example, case in point, uh, those who have been involved in the MK Ultra thing, well, all that programming that's based on trauma type uh, programming. Well, that could be corrected with uh, tapping because it's exactly what it is. It's an energy, it deliberately installed energy trauma of, uh, you know, <laughs> biblical proportions when, because they make people entirely forget themselves, but it's still what it is, it's energy that can be corrected. Okay, there are those invested in not wanting that to be corrected because they are actually the desiring people that remain programmed because they program assassins, because they program this or that and what, you know. So that has to be taken into consideration. There are those in the, who don't want this to be known or practiced. So they they try to, well, even, even today, uh, standard uh, medical universities, they don't teach acupuncture. Well, even let's go, let's make it even simpler for, for the doctors that follow the medical profession and they, it's 10 years of study with, with, with all the things that they have to do. Uh, I was told this, uh, I forgot who was it who told me this, if it was uh, Gene Rockefeller, who was it, but who knew about medical, you know, doctors and their training they get. In all those years that they go to study in university and what whatnot, they're, they're not taught, they're not taught a single word of human nutrition. They're not taught nutrition. They don't know what's really good for you to eat. So, if if that's not deliberate, not to teach you how to properly feed your patient, you know that tells you a lot of things. That's what do they actually want you to do? What do they actually intend you to achieve in life? You're not teaching your patients how to eat properly. Wow. Well, one of the things that Karen McDonald said was that way, way, way back, we're talking, you know, Ved Bruce type of people. Mm-hmm. way back native native people way back that the 
structure of the earth had, I'm trying to think of what she, I don't know that she called it etheric, but there was an energy grid that you could tap into. And, you know, it was like a lot of these um, pyramids we, we see are actually big versions of smaller versions that the shamans and the the uh, the, uh, the the uh, clan clan women you know the the leaders the the female essence of the shop the shaman normally is a male but you've got the the female mama grandmother all that knowledge and many times that we don't know now because we don't have the devices were based on energy devices that they were probably making like we were making. You know, I go back to that situation where I was guided to to put a copper wire, a copper pipe into the to the ground and then on top of it put a copper structure that I had already built because I'm listening to my guides and what happened? Well, within a short period of time there was 5,000 hits of electricity, lightning hitting South Florida. They went on the televisions. It was all over the televisions. Get inside. Get inside. We don't know what's happening. And thank God I had said to somebody, they had me build this thing and put this thing in because he was watching television. He sees this come up. He comes, gets on the phone. He said, put on the television. I said, what's the channel? He said, doesn't matter. So I turned on the television. Sure enough, they got these warnings all over the place about you know, uh, an unprecedented attack by electricity on South Well, no, you were being guided. You were actually purifying in Florida because by doing all those unprecedented attacks, you were actually cleaning up the mental field. Well, that may be yeah, true. But I they also, wanted you to I, do that. But I also was introduced to a concept of an energy field that was as powerful as any electric grid. And Karen was referencing that very field that was there that was being used in ways that we don't really understand, but that all of the electric build out that happened was to eradicate that energy field by essentially jamming it. So if the grid goes down, don't panic, (laughs) you know, yes, it'll be an irritation at first, but that will force the, 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 the old knowledge to come back into play. So don't get freaked out if the, you know, right now, I don't know if you've heard about this one, but um, there's a, a supposedly a Chinese have hacked the American grid system and the military, U.S. military is frantically trying to get it out of the, out of the computers because they're afraid that they will shut down the, it's, it's, it, the center of them, the center of this problem seems to be the military, the military post. But you know, hey, the grid is the grid. There's only three electro electric energy systems in the United States. One of them is Texas. The other two take care of the rest of the country. So you've got two grid systems that are tying in, you know, virtually half and half of the country. So if you make an attack on the on the military post, you likely will take down the grid for the civilians used too. But don't worry about it. First off, we don't have any kind of a contract with that thought. But should they somehow or another do it, that'll force people into going back to the to the, you know, the the grid that was here, nature, nature's grid, Tesla. You know, no big problem. 
Don't panic. Don't panic over anything. And if you're starting to panic, tap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so anything more on that? Mark. Yeah, so the um, I think I have an idea for Derek for the uh, the studies. Is it possible to be able to put all these things you find into a USB drive and then sell it in the store? For, um, for access? No, not really, because they're just I can't make money off somebody else's studies sort of thing. I mean, I can make them available, which is what I'm trying to do. Um, yeah, not not I don't think I could legally do something like that. So they don't, that, like right now, even behind the scenes, while I'm listening to you guys, I'm doing updates. All the images just changed on the studies page in the last minute. Um, and I got others I'm doing in the background, but I don't think so. So the best way I can really think about is doing what I'm doing is putting them all in one spot and then, again, re-uploading these studies or documents um, or articles in some cases up to my own server so they don't disappear. Because even now I'm having troubles finding some stuff that used to be online and I don't know where the heck they go. So it's hard to find, to find some of those. Okay. Do you, do you ever uh, find yourself uh, surfing the dark web? No, I haven't done that in years. Um, no, so I haven't done that to find, you know, because I don't want anything tagged on to some of those documents either, of course. Mm -hmm. But no, there's no, I don't know. I, I've, actually, I was reading an article earlier today, like, you know, how can I, as long as I link back to them and I'm not, you know talking about their article and i'm just like sharing their article or their study depending on what we're talking about here um i should be okay because i'm not you know hacking it all up i'm literally just linking to it and even the stuff in the abstract that walt brought up earlier the little intro when you go to the shanghai science page it's just cut and pasted from their own study literally the first paragraph um i don't give any input on any of these things on there um i just want to make it easy enough for people to find so the way are there studies on uh, shanghai and plants where would you even begin? Well, I want that beginning place or point. And Jalissa and I were talking about it over the last couple of days. We're going to build a, uh, a Shungite and I don't know, I'll call it Shungite plants or something like that and gardens. Who knows? Um, but then accumulate all that stuff together because I'm finding lots on soil and how to, you know, all the absorbent properties of Shungite and what it does and a couple I mentioned a few minutes ago. So maybe a plants and animals page. Well, that's one of the things that I found out. Uh, you saw my post on 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 Facebook, where uh, three years ago, three or four years ago, uh, with an I I I used the uh, the dry water, the, the dry wet uh, fertilizer sprayer, and I, instead of spraying fertilizer, I used it to uh, spray uh, Shanghai powder, and <laughs> everything grew to tremendous proportions. But one of the things that I found out, uh, that's it appears to be something, again, another natural uh, attribute of Shanghai is that you know that there are plants that are sensitive to the kind of soil. Like in my case, I'm in a, I live in an area where it's kind of a sandy soil. It, it, the water flows through it very quickly. In other places, it's a, it's a, the, the soil is more clay in, in, in eventually, you know, whenever there's a, a bit more water or more precipitation against, again, you get flooding right away because the soil has a lot of clay in it. Well, I found that when you, when you use Shungite as you like for, for spraying the Shungite powder, 
it actually corrects whatever is the condition of the soil. If it's if it's too clay or too sandy, it actually corrects it. And you don't need additional chemistry for for doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I've I've, I've read similar um, results like that in some of these other studies that we're talking about here. Um, and that's why I want to mention that too. So people like you and your story right there, because Nancy and, um, suggested it, um, Yasmin had it as well, I believe. So uh, long story short, I keep saying that. Um, there's now a place on the link I shared in chat. And for those that aren't in chat, it's mysticalwars.com, the Shungite FAQ link. At the bottom of that page is now um, a couple ways of submitting your own Shungite story. So you can submit it where it goes just to us and we'll look at it and maybe put it up there or one where you can just do a post but that's on that page now so and we're interested in getting any of that feedback from people their own stories of what's been happening and how they're using shungite and on that faq page um i'm gonna ask everybody to be patient it's under construction so there's only a couple basic questions and answers up there and those are evolving as well so um that part of it is under construction and i'll get to some more of that today but the, the part i wanted i was excited about was taking that input from others and finally getting that spot on the website um so people can submit their shungite stories um and i don't care if it has to do with plants animals inflammation sleeping dreams whatever share it all and then we can um you know learn from it uh people if if you go to cosmicreality.com and go to the books and blogs you're going to find that when you look at the shungite reality book you can actually read the chapter from the book on faqs and it's presented in a way that's a lot different than uh what derek's doing and there's a lot more that we know from there remember this was was uh you know back in 2016 i think i published it so uh, but you can go there and just get the basics you know of what Shungite is, the FAQs page. So, and it's free, it's a PDF, you just download it and you can reference it. Um, yeah, yeah. And you can buy the book, and the book has an index in it that will let you really find stuff in it. It's more of a manual, but at least that's the way I wanted to kind of build it. You can get that at mysticalwares.com or you can go to Amazon. Mystical wares, you get a, uh, a stamp of a B in Shungite ink. So it's more, it's it's another uh, quantum entanglement when you own a book that's got that B in it, and then it, you're linked to every other person that has that that particular, you know, then there's the, the subcategory of everybody that has the book, but you've got the one that's got the B with a Shungite ink in it. All right. That's good. Uh, yeah, and then um, also I think we give a free... One of the free Shungite stickers along with the book as well. So you right, get that's right. Yeah. So really get like a double value going on there. Um, I think that's all I was gonna say. I don't know if anybody has any questions. Again, I'll be updating that Shungite science page and FAQ. And I had to I don't know, last week I had to separate those two because they were kind of together. Well, they were together on the website, but so much stuff and information now that I just had to kind of add additional pages. Um so that's that's been happening on mysticwars.com too. Actually, lots of changes. I need to. I need to put a thank you out to Yasmin um, as well. I don't know if she's in chat or not, but she's been a great help on, you know, making things more accessible and user friendly on there with tips and tricks. And so, um, hopefully, Mystical Wars is a little more user friendly now as well. 
Uh, you so, said Yasmin. Do you mean Jan Shaw or Yasmin? Oh, I'm sorry. I keep saying Yasmin because I'm looking at Jan. I'm talking about Jan Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you stopped here. Yeah, Yasmin's out there going like, what the hell did I do? I didn't talk to you. No, it's Jan Shaw. Thank you for correcting me on that. Um, um, I should stop juggling three things at once when I'm doing this. Um, I don't I don't know if Jalissa had anything um, that happened the past couple of weeks. We've been kind of, I'm kind of asking you now, um, catching her off guard, but we've been so busy doing so many just things and events and stuff and prepping for others and um, changing things in the store, trying to make it here at Mystical Wear's physical store, that is, making the Shungite area more user-friendly as well, because there's a lot of products we have with Shungite that you can wear, use, integrate into your own. Um, so anyway, just, just trying to get a, a better footing on that. And I guess we, I don't know. You dance so as far as um, bringing Jalissa in, I mean, August is known for back to school month, right? So, you know, uh, parents going into stores and buying kids stuff to prep for school. So if you want to take it from the EMF angle and we're all you know, frequency beings, electromagnetic beings, uh, if we go into Derek's store, like what would be the best thing to have somebody or the kids have have on them? So you have the Shungite and silver resin buttons and then your little figurines like the unicorn and then the various necklaces. And then even if those things dislodge or whatever, you got the silver Shungite skin cream to put on or like in the morning, if you shower, you got the silver Shungite soap, right? So what are the various things? And then Shungite honey for, for their lunch. I mean, the, the whole thing is pretty endless. So uh, what are you guys recommending or um, ideas? You know, people can, can get something now and then it'll arrive like in a week or so. Um, yeah, so where, where, can we, where can we go with that? And I'll jump in real quick. I'm not sure if Jalissa's back on or not yet. If, when you do, you can just jump in. But I know she just, I think, just lowered the prices on the Shungite resin keychain. So that's Shungite and silver powder, the S4 powder, you can call it, blended into a resin, a non-toxic resin, and then molded from there. So little paw prints. I think there's a unicorn, uh, several shapes um, in keychain form that can go right on the... Um, the zipper of your backpack or or what are your keys if you got keys um i'm trying to think about what else well, go ahead. well while we're talking about this i just want to make a, 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 a heads up to people when you go to the mystical wear store you're going to find that there's very few wrapped pendants and the reason for that is that the nuggets the size that you need to wrap a good pendant are hard to come by so it's not like they're not wanting to put them up there. It's that they don't have the raw nuggets to be able to do it. Is that correct, Eric? Yeah, or even our, and we have a, a backstock of these things, but mo of Shanghai nuggets, but they're exactly that. They're, they're the small size, we'll just say. They're just, I mean, not really wrappable as, as in the way we wrap them now. So that's the thing, and we have to go through sometimes cases or boxes, I'm not sure to describe it, of Shungite nuggets, and I'll dump them into a bigger container. I'm like, oh, there's a bunch more bucky um, nugget size or smalls that we do. We get those to the bees sometimes. It just depends. But yeah, they're they're hard to come by on the ones that are actually, and then we have to, depending if they're cosmic ones, we have to tumble them. And those don't all come out of the tumbler the same size or shape, of course. So then there's a percentage down from there. But yeah, we're having an issue with that. Um, 
And then I'm not sure. I've heard lots of stories about limits on, um, you know, importing stuff from Russia, even on that. So our distributors are having to go through other, other and I don't buy from them because we have our supply already. But some people I'm hearing are going through China that have, that's buying through Russia. So, and I've seen it either way, either fake Shanghai or even painted, um, I guess I'll call it a resin, but to paint it black and say that it's Shungite. I've seen that as well. At different, now, different. When, when you took over the store, we were uh, making resin pendants that I don't see on the store now. That w- that's been disconnected, uh, discontinued because. No, they're, they're, they're still there. They're still there because, you know, yes, they look like plastic. <laughs> and it doesn't matter that they look like plastic. What's happening is that the shungite is embedded at in powder form in that resin. So you're getting uh, the energy that you would need from a raw nugget or a tumbled nugget with the shungite, uh, the silver. But, you know, if, if you can't get what the wrapped ones, then think of getting one of these. You know? Um I just put a I link put in the chat, Nancy. I know you're. I don't have a. Uh, I can only put so many categories on the front page. So what I did was, and anybody can do this, just go in the search box. I put resin pendant, and I found the Shanghai pendant hearts, a uh, little teardrop, a puppy or cat paw print. So they're there. It's just, and they're under jewelry. But I know it's hard to do. But there are so many categories on a website like this that it's hard to break them down too much. Um, so the search box is your friend usually. And if you don't, if you hear something we say on the show and you can't seem to find it in the in the website, you can go to the help. Isn't there a help? Uh, it's a chat room as well chat. that pops up a chat box. Right. There's, yep. And you can see and it comes to us even if we're not somebody's not live active in that chat. It doesn't matter. Submit it. We'll get back to you and it'll contact you and give you the message. OK. So. Um, Jalissa, is there anything that you wanted to say regarding Mark's question? Yeah, I think you guys covered most of it. Um, I really do love putting like the keychains on my kids' backpacks. Um, it's hard for them to keep jewelry on. They'll only wear it for, you know, a short amount of time and then they'll, you know, take it off. Um, and go run around and play. But I also like to sneak in a sticker in their shoes under their insoles. So I noticed that the laminated ones, sometimes they notice that. But if I just use the actual sticker in there, I, you know, they're going to wear out and have to be tossed. But those are, uh, that seemed to last in my kids' shoes the longest. <laughs> and that's the inner sole of a, of a shoe you can sometimes pull out. Yes. Sometimes they're glued down. You can't. Yes, um, exactly. Now, I wear, uh, I, I've had Shungite rubber in my shoes forever and ever. And I don't notice it at all. But a kid, you know, they, they seem to get bothered by lesser things. So, but some kids might, you can put one of the, uh, they've got little circles. I think you got some little rectangles or whatever. But you can get Shungite rubber and put it in their shoes. Uh, that will help keep them balanced and, you know, in a good sort energy-wise. The other things that I really like are those pins. The ones that you can, like, I, I have a baseball cap that I wear when I'm outside doing stuff. And 
I put it in the in the inside, right under the button, just stuck it there. And I got to tell you, I love those things. I really do. So every hat I have has one of those in it. <laughs> and uh, you know, so for a kid that wears a hat a lot of time, I have a friend of mine. We just sent her some shungai. Thank you for that. Um, uh, my friend uh, Susie got that package, Good. Derek, and she sent me a picture. It was the cutest picture. She said, I've got, she put two of the Shanghai circles, I guess, in her nightcap. Now, she's, I guess, in cold weather, but she was wearing a nightcap, and underneath it, she had the the Shanghai, uh, uh, the, the, the spot, the, the circle ones, and then she had the rectangular one on her belt. She, I said, well, I guess I don't have to wish you a good night's sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, if you can think of it, it's because, again, when we started out, we really didn't have the database of science. Well, we, there was nothing like what you're seeing now. And so the reason that we grew as fast as we did was because Walt and I were on radio and we were able to get people to you know take a chance with shanghai and then they would write back and they would get gave us through the through the the it was we, we sped it basically set it up as a blog but the, we had so many people that told us things that we we didn't even think about and so many people that were attesting to the things we had thought about and were, were promoting that in the Shanghai reality book, it was like, I think, 62 pages of comments made in Facebook, in the groups, and in this uh, blog. Where Na Na Nancy? Nancy? Yeah. I, I had a question because I was remembering something uh, recently. Uh, was it you that told Dolly or Dolly told you that uh, Luz is the one of the, the lady that passed? Remember? Yeah. Wasn't she the one, one of the first people to have an experience of Shungite in the pool that uh, yeah. nobody wanted to leave? And then she had an issue where the um, uh, insects loving the water. So you gave her instruction and you told her to instruct the Shungite um, not, not to let the insects in. And then they stopped. Now, I don't remember what it was, if it was just Shungite nuggets or if it was a... No, it a was Shanghai, a turtle. A turtle. <laughs> okay. She had the she had the turtle in the in the pool, and you know it was like the second day they were out there. All of a sudden, uh, bumblebee started to fly into the pool and drowned. And it was her reaction, Walt. It wasn't that she talked to me and got the the answer. It was her reaction. She said, "Oh, oh please don't let this happen." She inadvertently asked the Shungai to not attract the bees, but it was... And they was, stopped. And they stopped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like... She, and that was why, what impressed her the most. She said, she said, you know, yes, they're diving in there, she said, but then I, I you know, said that, and all of a sudden they just stopped. And the other thing that she saw was that the people wouldn't leave. They didn't want to leave the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funniest thing that, that happened was because the initial turtles that we had was programmed to create oxygen because oxygen will clear a pool and it's non-toxic and blah, blah, blah. So that's what the, the energy field we were building at the time. And she had, um, the kids, the grandkids had been in the pool and one of the 
toys they had brought into the pool, which shouldn't have been in the pool, was like a big plastic dump truck thing that was at the bottom. And she went, ah, I'll get it in the morning when I go in the pool. When she came out in the morning, it was floating. <laughs> because there was so much. And she looks down and she goes, why is this floating? Well, there was so many oxygen, so much oxygen, it was creating bubbles. And the it bubbles like, got it like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's like the, uh, what do you call it? When you, when you put a, a straw in a carbonated drink, the bubbles force the straw to the top. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, you know, this bubble thing, it was like my sister Heidi, she had um, some health problems, and but they had a, a hot tub. So I sent her, uh, again, one of the originals, and uh, she puts it in the hot tub, and then her husband comes home, and he goes out to the hot tub, and he comes back screaming, oh, my God, something's wrong with the the the, the hot tub. And she goes, what, what, what? And he says, he, he says, look at all these bubbles in it. And she went, oh. And, she, and he said, what's that? He's pointing to the turtle thing. And she said, well, Nancy sent it to me. Well, get that out of there because he thinks I'm an idiot. He thinks I'm an absolute idiot. He does. He's very much, he's very afraid of me. <laughs> because, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll uh, anyway, he's just one of those people that can't get their heads around, you know, the concept of energy. But anyway, so he made her take it out of the pool. So I never, you know, was able to help my sister. But again, it was, I mean, so then after that, we realized we didn't have to be so specific as to oxygen. Because unfortunately, it also was uh, promoted certain algae growth because it was natural algae. And it just, you know, oh, yeah, this is a great place to grow. You know, so after that, we, you started programming it with, uh, Basically, just water purification. However, you have yeah. to get there. Keep that water, you know. Yeah, and it doesn't. It doesn't uh, foster uh, the what the algae growth because not Dolly has issues at all with the algae growth. And the other lady that lives in her area, same thing. The uh, the the pool guy doesn't need to put any additional chemistry because the water stays clear all the time. They yep. put some some chlorine in order to justify their visit, <laughs> but other than that, they don't need to do any any chemistry correction on the water. So, so Jalissa, you want to talk or Mark? Do you have something to say? Oh, oh, oh! Let's do Mark, okay? Because he went and saw those movies, the Barbie movie and the um, Oppenheimer movie. You want to give a rendition of what you thought, Mark? I uh, didn't see the Oppenheimer. Uh, uh, just oh, hearing the people's comments. I mean, I, I, Jay Dyer is a good YouTube review. And so he pretty much broke it down as far as what was behind that. It's, I think he, it was either him or Alex was saying is like a um, communist apologist movie, um, which was disappointing to hear considering I'm a big fan of Chris Nolan's work, not necessarily his historical stuff. But um, so, yeah, because I sent you the... Jay Dyer review on Barbie also, and he had a good breakdown of it, which was that um, aside from being like a hyper feminist movie, but it also was about giving people choice, not necessarily being bogged down by people's programs. Um, but ultimately it was about the, uh, the religion of the dark goddess savior archetype, as in like you have these different 
um, iconic figures and being put in the forefront of um, you know the modernism's uh, uh, what do you call it? I guess you could call it some woke, but it's definitely not traditional. Um, they did have a matrixy feel about it, and you can see that in the preview of choosing which shoe to to take as far as if you're going to go into the real world or stay in the Barbie world. Um, so it was a good thing of, of not to a good uh, lesson of not to identify with um, modernism's uh, programming as far as uh, what do you call it? Like this is what a guy's supposed to do, and then this is what girls do. And it's a, I like the the nonconformist questioning about it, but it was definitely leaning towards. Um, there was a big part of of attacking men, and then putting women above. Uh, uh, men, but uh, again, uh, Dyer breaks it down really well as far as the different messages in relation to secret societies and things like that. So, um, yeah, but see, see, sounds like the similar message in the uh, Wonder Woman 1984 movie, where um, uh, women are uh, portrayed as super intelligent, super bright, and men are are uh, portrayed as idiots. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty close. Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good bridge because also what's key important beyond um, sex and gender is the, the 1984 movie of like, do not do manifestation because it'll lead to more oh. than you asked for. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> lesson. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought, you honed that down in, in the cosmic reality shows. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, that's all I kind of have to say about that. I mean, definitely check it out and then come to the, your own conclusion. Um, let me look at my notes here. So, Nancy, did you listen to the, I, I know I sent you a lot of links, but there was a really important one from the Common Sense show on uh, Vance Davis. Did you ever get around to that? Uh, can't say that I did. When did you send it? I might have been last week. I'll give oh. a quick summary. So. If people go to podbean.com and write the Common Sense Show and go to the um, July 26th episode, um, it's really good as far as, you know, because we're talking about um, energy medicine and energy structures. So this was, he's a former NSA and uh, he was in a different, and, and same with the host, two different projects of remote viewing like Stargate and the ones that are beyond that, which is uh, Project Grill, Fl Grill Flame. And so, and then the third person that's with them is, you know, he was digging up these different CAA documents. So apparently um, in the thick of it, so U.S. and Russia both were training people to become psychic assassins. So a lot of these Marvel and DC movies you see are, are you know, like Gene Deco said, if you want to know disclosure, just watch movies. It's all there. And so this was like um, Vance Davis. He's been on the Common Sense Show before of these things where they would test him to to like what are you seeing in the other side of the room and things like that of testing people's abilities so one of the ones that was the more critical uh test was can you pop this balloon in the other side of, of the room now why would you have somebody do that unless you know you're you using it as a weapon and so one of the um, rumors going around in the Western countries is that there's a uh, person with this ability to burst hearts from a distance, uh, the Russian Red Witch. And so, okay, where, where did I put that in my highlight? Um, 
So it's at, at about 26 minutes in, they get into more of this stuff that I'm talking about. And there is a CAA document. So if you put in like in any keyword search project uh, grow flame and it talks about using uh, these abilities of people for that kind of militarization. Um, but that but, sounds like uh, in Elio Ben's uh, book, uh, Interview with a Psychic Assassin, where this, this girl was from Costa Rica and she was taken from her parents because her parents had an agreement with a, a U.S. military force. So ever since she was a young girl, she was brought to a, a secret center here in the U.S. And in fact, an alien entity was the one who taught her how to manipulate the human uh, energy field. So she was she was taught how to assassinate people at a distance. She could stop hearts without any any complication. So it, it sounds like that. Oh, well, there you go. Did, did she do a podcast on that? I'm sure she did. No, right? she just wrote the book, the psych oh. interview with a psychic assassin. But she wrote it as a fiction. Yeah. But, because that's the only way she could get it out into the yeah. public. <laughs> So yeah, it's I mean, personalized fact. If we're all frequency beings, structured frequency, it's, again, you know, Derek has the best Shungite and most accessible out of anybody in the country, let alone the world. So get your cosmic silver on you. If you don't have that kind of money, then you can get like the uh, the rubber circles and then just cut them into pieces and put them in your pocket. Right. I mean, um, we don't know in in the soup of frequencies we're in, like who's around, especially considering as we're moving further into 4D, different kinds of uh, you know but, beings that are around us. But the biggest power that we have, Mark, is opening and closing contracts. If you don't have, if they don't have a contract. I don't care how psych, how many psychic assassins are throwing at you. If they don't, if if the person has no contract, even with this notion, they can affect them. Because you need their agreement, whether they don't know it or they're ignorant or they need their agreement. Otherwise, they're they're powerless. That's why they don't want you to know the power of contracts, because that would that would be the key to shutting off all their operation. They don't want that. You know, they want you to think that they are all super powerful, the ultimate in power, <laughs> when that's not the truth. So how do we do those? So let's say. Because we don't know if we have a contract with somebody that's just walking by us to knock us down or like do something to us, you know, because I work in San Francisco three times a month. Right. And I mean, I have your resonator and, and things have been completely smooth, no issues. But for other people who don't have your resonator, they can obviously use the etheric double. But how do we break contracts with somebody that's passing by us that could do us harm or some kind of scenario well, like that? Why don't why can't you ask your device? OK, right now, today. I am going to spend the next 24 hours in this area. Are there any ent entities with contracts with me? And then you get a response, yes or no. And then you re then you do the, re the correction accordingly. Uh, right. if, uh, you don't use a pendulum, do you? You don't, you don't douse? No, I, I got one, yeah. Okay. So it's okay. just a matter of asking a question. Yeah. I would think it would be more efficient to just say, don't let, I don't have any contracts with anybody. <laughs> you know, boom. I don't have any contracts with anybody except those that benefit myself and humanity. 
Yeah. Uh, it, 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 go ahead. No. Go ahead. Go ahead, Derek. <clears throat> you can say if you think of it like etheric hygiene, so you take a bath or shower every day, you don't worry about what you're washing off, you're just cleaning stuff off that's not good for you. So that if you think of etheric hygiene, then you know you tend to take a bath or shower every day, every other day. So what I would say is uh, you'd see that as etheric hygiene. So then you can in your head use your intentions to clear whatever, and this you can work with the words on this, the terms on this in a concrete way to say it. You can clear whatever is out of alignment for you. Now you don't have to know this, that, and the other. So that brings it back to Mark when he's saying, how do you know if you walk by somebody in this air quotes here, energy attached to me, or somebody's thinking about me, planning this, that, and the other. Well, then take your etheric hygiene, your bath or shower, I call it armoring, that whole buckyball of love from inside your heart chakra expanding out. As it expands around you and grows, it removes whatever's out of alignment with it. And my ears just rang while I did that, by the way. That's one way, and I just term it, and probably others do too, etheric hygiene. Um, that's why I tied in in the bath or shower. You don't have to, well, this dirt came from here or there. You don't need to worry about it. You don't even have to know about it. But what you do have to do is go through the thought process of the removal in whatever recipe you have for yourself. That's what I love about the EFT. When I did it on the not self mind, that was that was number one hygiene. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Because that, that's the, the worst high, bad hygiene that we have, negative thoughts. And we think there are thoughts and we're used to having them. Well, it turns out that they're not ours. We don't have to have them. Just just get them out of there. <laughs> I like your term, energy hygiene. That's the best way to go. <laughs> okay, so we're down to the last two, three minutes here. Um, is there anything else that any of you wanted to mention? Um, yep. I have one thing I can put out. Oh, I'll go really quick and throw it back to Mark. Is I do have a um, an individual that has contacted me who's looking for someone who is willing to do a research study, and he's going to pay for it, on Shungite in regards to sleep or inflammation. So I, I'm just putting it out there, the airwaves or the internet waves. So if maybe somebody knows someone or something like that that is – it, that knows how to do these type of things. Um, I do have somebody looking and please reach out to me. Uh, Mark, did you have something? Oh, just, um, yeah, so I put in the chat pharmakia. Everybody knows that means sorcery. And so pharmakos means uh, ritualistic human sacrifice. I got that from Sayer G when uh, he was interviewed by Mike Adams. Uh, Nancy, what's up for um, uh, Radio 5G? This week? Well, Radio 5G tomorrow is going to be rather interesting in that I'm, I, we had another two hours of uh, myself and Karen McDonald, which I was going to use tomorrow. But then I got working on Bill Brockbrader's presentation of Secret History of the Earth and the situation we find ourselves in. And all of a sudden, when I started to, to I'd finished that, it was for some other project. But then I go back to Karen and I'm listening to what she said and I said, well, Bill sounds a little crazy. Karen sounds a little crazy. But when you put them together, they're, <laughs> you know, saying the same thing, you know. So maybe it's not that crazy. So it's going to be uh, about the cosmic, uh, well, he defines God. They define, you know, 
where we are in a in a concept of survival of humanity. Anyway, we're at the end of the show. Thanks, everybody. Upcoming is Cosmic Reality Chronicles, and then followed by the second show we did with Karen uh, at uh, four. And then we do live with Walt Silva and myself and Dolly Howard. So you all want to say goodbye at the same time kind of thing? Goodbye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for being here, everybody. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.